This is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with... Trisha Rapier. I grew up in Southern California, uh, originally from the San Clemente Fountain Valley area of the OC, and uh, went to UCLA. Uh, then um, after working for Crystal Cruise Line for a year after I graduated from college, I saved enough money to move to New York City, and I've been here now for 15 years, and have done few Broadway shows and off-Broadway. I've traveled all over the world with shows, and uh, now I'm coming back to Orange County to present Forbidden Broadway at the Segerstrom Center. So I'm very, very excited. Wow, so you're a local girl, eh? I am a local girl, and I'm just so happy to come home and visit all my old friends and my family and uh, just be in Orange County for a few days. It's going to be great. Great. So uh, which character do you play? Well, it's the show is four people, two men, two women, and I play a number of different characters. Um, some of the spoofs that I do are Adina a, a Menzel, a Sarah Brightman, um, Julie Andrews, Barbara Streisand. Uh, I run the gamut. And then um, my other co-stars do a number of other Broadway icons. So it's um, it's just a fast-paced whirlwind of sketch comedy with songs, <laughs> all poking fun at Broadway musicals and plays. I did a little bit of research about you on uh, on on the internet, and actually, I, I was impressed with uh, your performances. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually quite eager to actually go to see see you at the Secret Room. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a good turnout. I mean, it's a perfect space for us. We've never actually performed in this particular space. It's been about 10 years since the show has been in Orange County. So um, we usually like to keep uh, our performances in an intimate space. And I believe that the space we're in only has about 500 seats, which is a perfect venue for a four-person a show with just one piano. They don't have a full orchestra, it's just a piano, and our pianist plays like an orchestra. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, the smaller the space, the better for us. And, uh, yeah, we're really just looking forward to it. Great. So, uh, on a personal question, how did you uh, mm -hmm. decide to get into uh, acting anyway? Well, I think I've always been um, interested in acting and performing. Um, my mom always said I could sing before I could talk, and uh, I come from a very musical family. My parents sing, um, my brothers play instruments. It's We've always had music in the home, and we always were appreciative of the arts. So I think that was just something that was in my blood, and I was lucky enough to go to several good public schools in Orange County that um, provided me with music and theater, and I was involved in nearly every production that the school offered from K through 12, and, uh, and then I majored in music at UCLA. So, uh, yeah, I, just, I, I can't remember a time that I didn't want to perform. You know, that's kind of a recurring theme on my show. I'm trying to yeah. define what an artist is. Do you think you were just born different from everyone else? Well, I don't, I mean, I just, I feel like in this, I think everybody loves music and I think everybody loves uh, 
theater and television and film. Um, it's just, if you have the drive to really want to be on the stage, you have to pursue it. And I don't, I, I definitely think it's something you're born with. And, um, there's nothing better than being in front of a live audience and singing and acting. I mean, it's, and, and then hearing laughter and applause is just the added bonus. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that it is something you're born with because it's a, an extremely difficult business. And if you don't really want to do it with all your heart, then you should probably pursue something else. <laughs> but I think that's what art, art, uh, my fellow artists and myself, we just, I think we just know that this is, this is all we want to do with our lives. So we just pursue it and we go for it. Yeah, because again, I ask that question to a lot of artists, and they all tell me the same thing. They start when they're like five. It's just almost like nine, over ninety-nine percent of them. And uh, I guess that's one reason why I think we should actually should actually have more funding for the arts for young, like kindergarten, because once you're in high school, it's almost like it's too late. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the thing is, is it's so it shapes a child's life from. I mean, all little children love to sing songs, and they love to. Uh, see shows, and I think that if we take music and the arts out of the school, we're just doing such a disservice to um, shaping young minds. And even if you don't pursue it professionally, it just gives you such a, a better quality of life. Music just really enriches people's lives, and if we have it in schools early on, it can shape people's careers and uh, just, or just bring joy. Okay. Also, another question I always ask them is basically, again, opposed to being born and it being a learned thing about being an artist, the, how come the artists have to go through so much studying? It's like you guys start studying when you're five. You keep doing it until you're 18. After you get your jobs and your professional, you still study. You take master classes. So if it's a, if it's, if it's a born thing, if it's innate, why do you have to do so much study? Well, I think it's because it's uh, it's so competitive. I mean, if you're going to continue to put yourself in the game of auditioning and uh, and being easily castable, or or if you're going to constantly put yourself out there, you definitely want to have the edge of being the most prepared, the most studied, and the more you, I th- I just feel like the more I. Um, take acting class and voice training, the better off I am in performances. So I, I don't believe that anyone who's passionate about their career ever stops training, whether you're an actor or a biochemist. <laughs> I just think that it always, if you're really passionate about what you do, you want, you want to learn. You want to constantly be learning more. And, um, and, and, you know, if you're a singer, that's, you have to always, um, make sure you're singing properly and it's a muscle and you have to work it out properly so you don't hurt yourself. It's just like being an athlete, you know. It's the same, I think it takes the same skill set. Skill set. Okay, so basically, uh, back to the uh, the show. Uh, mm-hmm. If one of my viewers actually decides to go to the show, uh, what can they expect to see? Well, they can expect to see a lot of silliness, <laughs> a lot of um, really... Um, uh, wonderful singing, really great impressions. I have my fellow actors and I have been doing the show, um, well, three of us have been doing the show for over 10 years. Um, and uh, our newest member, Marcus Stevens, has been involved in the show for about four years now. And he's 
fantastic. He'll give you the best Mandy Patinkin impression you've ever seen or heard. Um, and Gina Kreismar is an amazing Liza Minnelli impressionist. Kevin B. McGlynn is extremely funny and does a number of great impressions. And it's, it's basically we just poke fun at the Broadway musical. And we do everything from classic shows like Phantom of the Opera or Les Miserables to everything as current as um, Matilda or Mamma Mia or some of the more um, current running Broadway shows. So it's just a whirlwind of music and sketch comedy. Yeah, got a question. Because you're playing on Broadway, I'm sure a few Broadway singers have actually come to see your show during opening night or something, and you're mocking them? I mean, what do you do? <laughs> They're sitting right in the audience. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I, I mean, with, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So we're, we always mock our favorite Broadway icons in, in Forbidden Broadway in a very loving way. I mean, we wouldn't be impersonating some of these people if we didn't absolutely adore them. And so it's, I, I often, I mean, anyone who's going to come to Forbidden Broadway knows that we're going to be poking fun at things, and it's never meant to offend anyone. And usually the Broadway stars that we've had come see us love it, and they're just laughing right along with us. So. Okay. Okay, and uh, okay, back to the acting advice because you're from Orange County. So again, you're just yes. like a lot of my listeners, a lot of my, uh, a lot of students actually listen to the show. Also, uh, any kind of advice you can give them on try to get to your track because you know, say they're studying, uh, they're getting their MFA, and they want to get on Broadway too. What's kind of the best advice you can give them? Well, I mean, I think it's uh, everyone's path and journey is completely different. And again, if you, if I always say to young students. If you don't want to pursue this business with every part of your soul, then don't do it because it's really, really hard, but it can be the absolute most rewarding thing um, they'll ever experience. And I would say, I mean, for my, my path was, you know, very, I didn't know anybody. I don't have anyone in my family that is in, in the entertainment business. And I just studied hard, got into UCLA and um, was lucky enough to travel all over the world with uh, Crystal Cruises and save my money. And then I got to uh, New York, not knowing anyone, and I just started auditioning. And I guess my advice is audition for everything. Get your name out there, your face out there. And if they, def if they have college showcases, if they go to college and get an MFA, their college showcase is extremely important because casting directors, casting agents... They go to those big name casting directors go to see college showcases and they want to see the hot new talent that's coming to New York. So I would just, I mean, I always just say go for it. If you really, really want it, you can make a career in musical theater. Okay. I believe you have a hard stop at 11 o'clock. You got another interview coming up? Uh, yeah, actually, I have uh, I have to go pick up my daughter. Okay. <laughs> Your daughter? You actually have a daughter? So you can actually go yes. to Broadway and have a family? Oh, yeah. There's lots of us. It's, it's, uh, it's not an easy path, but um, it's definitely doable, and it's wonderful. I mean, my husband and I have a beautiful five-year-old daughter, and it's only I think it's only enriched my acting ability, my comedic ability, um, and it's, you know, one of the best things I've ever done with my life. 
as well as acting. So, yeah. <laughs> so I highly encourage people to have a family. You can have a family and be an actor. It is possible. Yeah, that's one of the questions I've asked someone else before also, is because what happens if it's like, you know, someone's saying, uh, well, if you tell your husband, you, you got this role on Broadway and it's for a show that may go on forever. Maybe like, like you know, like Yul Brynner did The King and I for like, I think like 20 years or something like that. I, I don't right. remember the exact number. <laughs> what happens is something like this, that, you know, it's great for your career and you, t- you tell your husband, I, I just can't pass this up, but he's, but I, you know, you, you have a job in, you know, in Los Angeles. I'm going to New York. You're welcome to fly up anytime you want, but I can't pass this up. And what what happens? Well, I think that, I mean, I think everybody has, a, again, everyone um, gets to Broadway at a different time in their life. Uh, and I, I just think if, if, it's in the one, if it's a wonderful opportunity, whoever you're sharing your life with will be supportive. And um, I am very lucky that I have a wonderfully supportive husband who was also in the performing arts. He's... Um, He's not pursuing it professionally anymore, but he's been so supportive of me. And I've, I've taken my daughter all over the nation um, with different shows and touring companies. And now that she's in school, it makes it a little more difficult. But, uh, you know, it, it's possible. And it is, I think it's always most important to follow your dream, and then everything else will fall into place, especially if you surround yourself with supportive family and friends. Okay, well, thank you very much for being on my show. Oh, I'm so thrilled that you asked me to be on the show. So I can't, I hope you come see the show and please introduce yourself. Okay, I'll definitely be there. Okay, take care. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Bye bye.